Hello, welcome everyone. So glad you were able to join us. My name is Nancy Puerta Johnson, and currently I'm the Dean of Computer Science, Business, and IT here at Tidewater Community College. Welcome to a show that we're calling Educated Innovation. You might ask, you know, why a podcast with that name? Let me premise it first by saying this is my first time doing a, a podcast. But I just thought that, wow, wouldn't it be such a great way of reaching an audience of people who I may be able to help? You see, my background is all about education um, and helping people. But in involved in education and helping people is also my spirit and my passion for business um, and as well as entrepreneurship. So let me just kind of tell you a little bit about my background um, so you can get a sense of why listen to me, uh, why listen to this show, um, and see if you're even interested in anything I have to say. But I think that over the years I've been um, teaching business for quite some time, well over 14 years. I've also um, been in business. I have my own business. My husband and I have a business. I've had businesses in the past. And so I just wanted to kind of share that I have my MBA um, in management and managerial technology. And I've done quite a few things in my life. Um, I have over 30 years experience um, in the world of business and finance. I started out um, in financial planning, and then I started in um, working for a nonprofit organization around helping education use a business model. So my whole job was forming partnerships between businesses and education. And so that's how I quickly got into the educational piece of my career, where it seemed to be um, very easy as well as made sense that if I'm truly going to help people, I'm helping them through educating them, you know, so that people can make informed decisions about their life, their careers, their businesses. And then also being able to use my business expertise, my business mind, my entrepreneurship um, characteristics and passion to bring and deliver that. So that's why I'm here and why I'm talking. And I feel like I have um, not only a few things to share with you in my experiences, but also I have grown quite a network of community partners and colleagues who also have really, really good experiences as well as education and expertise to share with you. Um, and sometimes even more than that in terms of resources. So I think that it's important though that we kind of know each other's story, right? Not only do I want this to be a platform to talk about entrepreneurship, how to launch your business, how to build a basic business plan, how to market your business, how to be successful, right? Um, but also all of the things that comes with that arena, um, that comes with trying to launch your business, the, what happens with just ideas, um, and what happens with forming those ideas into something that both 
makes sense, solves a problem, can bring in revenue, as well as connects with who you are and what your passion is. There's no greater way of earning money and being in career except when you actually love what you do. I'm really a staunch believer in that, which is why it's so easy for me to mix business and education. I'm a staunch believer in you pursuing goals and you pursuing a career and you pursuing what brings in revenue when it's something that you really, really love, that you're really passionate about, that you are good at, but also that people need, right? That also solves people's problems. So I think that's important. But let me give you a little story, a little background about myself, because I also want to hear you all's stories. And that's one of the things that will be a little different about this podcast. You see, it won't only just be informational, but we're also going to learn through each other's experiences. And I think hearing our stories, sharing our stories are really important. The stories of successes, the stories of not successes, you know, those failures, um, the funny stories, all of those are going to be meaningful. My background and my story is uh, maybe a little different, but may resonate with some of you all. You see, I grew up in the South Bronx um, of New York in the projects, Claremont Village to be exact, um, somewhere around 169th Street, Um, between Park and Washington, for those of you who are in the area as we speak. And while I have a really, really vivid um, remembrance of growing up, and I really, really um, come to love the fact that I started there with two loving parents. I come from a family of 10, and I'm the youngest. What's really cool about that, though, is that my parents, neither one of my parents, were necessarily um, college educated, but they certainly instilled in us some real values, values of work ethic, values of making sure that we have um, belief in ourselves, that we respect ourselves, that we respect others, um, in a value of a sense of belonging, as well as helping others as well. So I know that that is something that many of you all started with as well, but unbeknownst to me, the story of how my mother and father met was, is really, really interesting. And why I think I have this sense and thirst of having um, entrepreneurship in a sense of business in my blood. You see, my father grew up on a farm in Augustus, Georgia, And when many were migrating from the South to the North, um, my grandmother and my grandfather moved their children to New York. And the way the story was told to me, because of course I was not born as of yet, but my grandmother and grandfather owned a store and my father worked in that store. It was a little corner store and they actually lived in the building where the store was located. They lived over top of the building. My mom and her sister once graduated from high school in Coatesville, Pennsylvania, a little coal miners town, decided that their goal was going to be moved to the big city, moved to New York City right after graduation. 
And literally the day they graduated, that's what they did. They moved to New York City and they happened to get an apartment in this apartment complex where my my father's mother and father's grandfather's and grandmother store was located. So where my grandparents' store was located was where my mom and my aunt decided to, to move in those apartments over the store. And one day my mom came into the store to purchase something. No doubt my father had somewhat of a, a swag uh, and introduced himself. And the story goes on from there. They fell in love. They got married, had 10 kids. I'm the youngest of 10, seven girls and three boys. And my aunts um, and uncles also had um, large families as well. But it all kind of started in that one corner grocery store and evolved, right? Because where I grew up, there was always that corner grocery store. It was always the pizza shop right next door. Um, after high school, going to get a dollar fifty pizza and a grape soda was uh really a spectacular moment in my life after high school um, or knowing that grocery store, that corner store, and them knowing your name when you came in. So really that was kind of the start of how I be became to see business, how I really started seeing business in giving some value to communities and bringing um, that value to the community. And as a result, the community also was um, perhaps helped or supported. So here I am today. Um, I started my career in, I, like I said, financial planning at, at a college in Rhode Island. Um, so married myself as well, had my two boys, and I married someone who was also creative. You see, I'm creative when I think about ideas and business. Um, and I'm married to someone who is creative when we think about songs and music. And so there's a lot of you all out there that are what I call ideators. And that's what this show is really about. This show is about bringing information, sharing stories, um, and providing resources as well as experiences to those of you who are innovative, creative, passionate ideators and or entrepreneurs. And that's the market or that's the group or that's the people that I really want to talk to. People who simply have ideas that want to be developed, that they want to really enhance to make it something that they want to do for a living or people who have ideas that just they want as a, a side hustle or people who have ideas that they just want to launch to help others, to help other countries, to help other people, to help communities. I think it all starts with an idea. And that's why I love entrepreneurship so much because it all starts with being innovative. It all starts with an idea. I mean, heck, when you think about who could live without their iPhone today, right? Who could live without the music that pumps into your car today? Who could live without their Mac laptop? Who could live without your car? Maybe you have a Tesla. Maybe you have a BMW. 
Maybe you just have a simple civic. (laughs) But the bottom line is, who could live without those things? And it all started with a person or people that came up with an idea that was so phenomenal, it caught on. It solved problems. It brought us to a future. Um, It really um, brought communities together. It brought people together. It was something that stuck and people liked it. And all along, it went from perhaps that one small idea to maybe this one small business of proprietorship to perhaps a corporation. And then, wow, it's completely um, full on business. You know, with entrepreneurs, sometimes we can be what we call introverted or intra-entrepreneurs um, where we want to stay small. And then sometimes we want to really grow and be big. We want to go into evolving into corporations and so forth. And so again, just bringing those ideas to you all um, and sharing your ideas and talking about how does it grow? How does it develop? How does it enhance? How does it impact? How does it help? All of those things is something that I I hope that we get to talk about. I'm going to have some guests on here um, that I hope that also with them sharing their story, as well as their experiences and their expertise will expertise rather will help you all um, in your endeavors um, and will help you all continue to have those ideas. One of the things that I don't want to do is I don't want to crush ideas, crush spirits, crush dreams. I think that those ideas of those people who perhaps created the iPhone who created a laptop, who created the first programming language, there was always someone there that support supported them to say, you know what? That's a great idea. Like, do it. Do that. Be you. Do your thing. Um, develop it. And that's what I want to also be for you all. I want you to be able to feel like you're in a safe space to just really kind of talk about your idea. Um, for some of you, you may be talking about your idea or you might hear some ideas here that really did become a business, really did become successful. It scaled, it morphed, it did bring in revenue, it was successful. And then for others, it's simply an idea that you really don't know whether it's a good idea that will bring those things. Is it something that you should really walk down that road or really put effort into or really um, put blood, sweat, and tears into. And then for others, it is a great idea, but how do I make it even greater? How do I uh, unfold it? How do I develop it? And so really that's what this show is about, right? Talking about ideas and sharing our stories of those ideas that did in fact become infectious that did in fact become successful and um, that did in fact grow and morph into successful businesses. We want to also talk about our, not only our successes, but our failures. We can talk about some of the funny things that we may have encountered 
um, and kind of talk about some of the things that we tried and we was like, no, that's, that's not something I want to do. Or we tried and said, okay, yeah, this may be onto something, but I'm not sure. Or we tried and said, it was good for the moment. You know, people make a living by developing ideas and selling them. <laughs> so that also is a business. Just to give you a little sense about some of my uh, business ideas and things that were developed and things that were successful and then not so successful. I've done a lot of um, businesses and concepts and ideas myself. My sister and I owned a nutritional slash Zumba studio. Um, it was called Body Education. And my sister is a registered nurse and I am the business head. And so when we got into this business, it really first started and morphed into the fact that we just wanted to be healthy. We really liked Zumba when it first came out, um, still do. We really love music. We really love dancing. And what better way to exercise than to exercise in a way that you like, right? That you you really get pumped, pumped on. And so we developed this concept that not only did we want to bring this Zumba to the studio, but we also wanted it to be a place where it was for just women so we can just kind of feel comfortable. We wanted to wear the long t-shirt and the and the sweats we could, and we wanted to wear the, the shorts and tank top we could, just be ourselves. It ranged from women of younger ages to older women, way over 50. And we really just called it a party. We didn't even put exercise in the name. And that was awesome because it allowed us to be the best version of ourselves um, when it came to our weight and our health and our emotional state. And it was it was fantastic. In fact, we had made a pact that we were going to be the female Jacquelines <laughs> of, the, of the century and that we would never be unhealthy again um, and that we were going to do this for the rest of our lives. And that didn't happen. Uh, so, you know, although in our vision, in our retrospect, it was successful. We did help a lot of women in fact, with the nutritional classes that we added to it, a lot of women lost lost weight. A lot of women um, no longer needed to take medication for high blood pressure or diabetes. I felt in just those wins, that was being successful. Did we make a lot of money where we could just kind of quit our jobs and be independently wealthy? Not at all. But that was okay. That really wasn't the goal for us. It really was about staying healthy and then helping others to be healthy as well. And that was successful. It it, it really did um, escalate into what we exactly wanted it to do. We stopped only because we both ended up going back to work full-time in our careers and really just could not manage both the, the business and our careers, our working careers. Um, and so as a result, it, we hadn't built it enough to that we could hire someone to manage it for us. It really didn't get up to that, that scaling level to be able to kind of pass it on. So lesson learned there is definitely choose something fun that you love to do. That's going to be a benefit for you as well as a benefit for others. But the other lesson is making sure that if you want something to last, that you build it in a way that's going to be systemic and that it's going to be um, ongoing. Um, and that fact that you don't have to necessarily be there for it to continue. 
Then I had a tutoring business. You know, I taught high school for a number of years after I, I finished um, nonprofit and financial planning. I taught high school math, yeah, um, to students who actually um, had what I call learning differences. Others call it um, perhaps um, learning um, undevelopment or um, things like that. But the point is, when I taught math, I always was thinking of innovative ways to bring math to my students. They were high school students, and I wanted to make sure that it was fun, and I wanted to upbuild them, and I wanted to encourage them. And so when I stopped teaching, I still continued tutoring those same students, which morphed into college students. And so I had a tutoring business where I tutored um, both middle, middle high school and college students in math. And I, that was successful for me at the time. I really, at the time, was teaching part-time as a, a college instructor here at Tidewater Community College as an adjunct and just needed an extra side hustle. And that was my side hustle. Lesson from that was, again, did something that I really loved doing, which was teaching and math. I know that's weird. How can I love math? What a nerd. But I did. I really, really enjoyed it. And again, I was helping people. Did I make a lot of money? Did I become independently wealthy? Did I, you know, was I able to just kind of quit and do that full time? No. But again, that wasn't my goal. It was something that I needed as additional side income um, for what I was doing already, which was was teaching. Then um, when we first moved down here, which we currently live in Virginia, Virginia Beach to be exact. I know you're probably saying New York girl in the South of Virginia, but yeah, I'm here. That was a, that's another story. Uh, but when I think about that, when we first moved here, finding a job for my husband was very difficult. He found a job, but we he found that most of the jobs did not pay him as a blue collar worker um, what he was paid up north. In fact, as someone who was educated um, and me having a master's degree, he actually made more money than I did um, as a wine distributor. So when we moved down here, it was not the same type of income. And so I really encouraged him since he liked to be on his own and be his own boss to really just do his own business. So as a result, we went into business together and bought a franchise. It's a commercial cleaning franchise. And man, it really grew. Um, it went from small to large. Um, it really went into him earning um, revenue of six figures. Um, and it was something that certainly sustained us, sustained our living, uh, uh, paying our mortgage, paying our car notes. Um, he took care of the family and provided for his family by way of this business. So question, right? Lesson learned. And he still has the business, by the way. Started in 2006. He's still in business. He is what we call a micro entrepreneur at this point in time because his way of life and where he is in life has changed. And so we decided to kind of downscale. So yes, it, it started small. It grew into a six-figure income um, business. 
we trained our children to know how to work the business. Um, we hired employees. It was really full scale and it was terrific. Um, and it really served the purpose in its time. And as those days changed or circumstances changed around us, our lifestyles changed, and my husband went towards retirement, we downscaled, really downscaled the business. And as a result, um, he still has it, but he works much less, way, no employees, just on his own time, and um, certainly different. So lesson from that is, you know, did we become independently wealthy? I don't know about that, but we certainly could contain or sustain, rather, we can certainly sustain our household. Um, it was the income that we needed to uh, raise our children and to have a, a great way of life. And um, we really, 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 really enjoyed it and still do. Again, it was helping. Um, it was helping people. It was something that he really knew how to do. Um, and as a result, as a team, we made it work and it became, um, a, a great business. So there are so many different avenues of businesses that range from people's passion to people's talent, to people's ideas, to, um, people providing a service, creating a product, uh, providing consultation, education, you know, there's so many ideas, so many concepts, whether you have a brick and mortar to being online, reselling sneakers, right? There are so many different ideas and um, businesses and entrepreneurship concepts and lifestyles um, that really speak to developing something of your own. And therefore, not only developing it, but being able to pass it on. And if nothing else, to pass on the spirit and the passion of entrepreneurship. So that's hopefully what we will be able to talk about more and more and more. Again, not just hearing my voice, but hearing my colleagues, hearing my friends, um, hearing so many others, my community partners that certainly bring even more dynamic bring their story, their expertise, and their passion to you. So I hope you tune in. We are going to be doing this on a bi-weekly basis. And I hope that you'll be able to tune in to us, send your ideas and concepts and what you would like us to really talk about. Send your questions and we'll do our best to make sure that we're able to answer those. And um, just hear us out. Support us and... Thank you for coming on tonight. Have a great night.